Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. Thank you for listening. We'd love for you to listen in on uh, your past shows. You may be in the car going to the kids' ball game or running to the store, and you might hear a couple minutes of this. We, I ran into a listener last weekend who he just heard the air, the ad on the air and thought it would be interesting. He's been a, a loyal listener, and uh, we thank anyone for listening. And uh, if you want to listen to any of our past broadcasts about any type of topics, whether it's fatherhood, uh, finances, your health, uh, anything in regards to adoption, we've got all kinds of different topics. You can go to uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com, or you can go to iTunes and just type in Solid Steps, and you can listen to almost a year's worth of shows. And uh, it is a delight to do this with you, Chad. And I want to encourage our listeners to, if you, if, when you listen to this, you know of at least one or two or three, a handful of men who need to hear this, who need just to be encouraged. You just pass this message on to them. And especially um, if it's applying to you, please, please pass it on. That, that's, that's the power and I think the, the, the model of Jesus' ministry. He just used other people, uh, blessed them, transformed them, and then they – we're here today because of the 12 disciples. Right. I mean, we're, yes, because of the death, burial, and resurrection, resurrection of Jesus, but it's what he did with the disciples that we are here today 2,000-plus years later. So um, – we're with Simon and, and uh, Dr. Florence, and again, it's great to have you with us. Simon, talk to us a little bit about um, uh, your journey and what's going on in men's lives that you see here in America. Well, it's been a great privilege to uh, interact with a lot of men in this country, the African Americans, the, the rest of the population. Um, I think what I've seen is um, I've seen the same thing I've seen in Africa, a desire for men to, to be what they were, uh, they've been created to be. I think there's a reaching out. There's just a desire. You know, the men's ministry is springing up across the country. Uh, there are a lot of men who are saying, I'm not who I'm supposed to be. Something is wrong. I need help. Uh, I have seen that. But also I've seen a lot of men who are too busy for their families, um, uh, lot, lots of things to do. I think career is a way of just taking us away from who we're supposed to be. Uh, lots of work. Uh, I've seen a lot of men who are struggling with addictions, whether it's pornography. Uh, I've talked with many who feel like I'm in this place of bondage. I feel like I want to be the man I need to be. Uh, but there are lots of things that I've not dealt with in my life. Uh, I've also seen quite a few of wounded men, men mm -hmm. who have carried wounds in their lives, emotional wounds, you know, father wounds, mother wounds, uh, just to have been hurt in life. And they have now dealt with that. They have now looked at themselves in the mirror before God and said, God, I welcome you. This is who I am. And then we watch in the movies uh, and we see men get wounded, uh, uh, you know, and, and just uh, remove the bullet or just go for little attention. And they continue to fight as if nothing happened. <laughs> now that happens in the movies, but not in real life. <laughs> when someone shoots you, you need some time to recover. 
you need to address that. You need yes. to give time to that wound and and, and, and and bring it to the one who heals. So I've seen a lot of wounded men, some deny it, some minimize it, uh, but some have the courage to look into their lives and realize I need to deal with this. Uh, so I am grateful that God is calling men together, bringing them into small groups uh, in, yeah, across this country. Uh, there's a stirring up for men to take their place, and that has been exciting to see. That's awesome. Okay, I want to zero in just a little bit on this this wound thing. Well, we could spend a whole whole several shows on that. But speak speak to the listener right now mm. who he might he, he knows something's wrong, mm. but he, and he and he has some wounds, mm. probably a father wound, mm. um, maybe a mother wound. Um, but how does how does he come to the Lord and receive healing? How, speak into that, will you please? Well, that's a uh, you know that's a good question. I think it starts with me, my own story. That I lost my dad when I was eight years old in an accident just, you know, around our home. And uh, it did affect me. I didn't realize right away that it did affect me, but I became very withdrawn and very quiet for a long time. It's until high school that I began to realize I had a father hunger and I was reaching out for someone to be like a daddy to me. My music teacher sort of uh, did that for me. Uh, but for a long time, I was just feeling like something was wrong. I had some empty uh, hole inside. Um, and later I got to realize it is a, f- a further wound. And I began to talk with other young men in college, uh, in the law school. And I began to realize I wasn't alone. You know, Out of mm. the 10 of us who used to get together every week, uh, eight of us didn't have a father or didn't have a relationship with a father. Uh, and I began to realize this is a big deal. You know, a lot of us are struggling and going through life with some wounds. Uh, and I felt for me, number one, I needed to uh, acknowledge that I was wounded, that something had gone wrong, that I was missing something, that I was hurt. Uh, without acknowledging that, we never get healed. That's where it begins. Amen. And number two is to uh, not use it as an excuse and say, this is who I am because I was wounded, but to take responsibility to face it. If it's uh, come with emotions like unforgiveness and bitterness and all of that, recognize emotions for what they are. They are pointers to a deeper reality. Uh, And once you see that, you begin to go for the root. And number three, I love what the Bible says in James chapter 5. Confess your sins or your issues or limitations one to another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. I believe community of men coming together and us talking about those issues we've gone through has a very powerful healing effect. And then praying one for another. Mm. I've been so surprised to see hundreds of men break down uh, in the small groups where we meet and just begin to cry and say, I've never been able to tell anyone this. And I feel safe right now in this company to talk about that. Uh, and as we confess uh, once one to another, then we pray for one another and realize by the stripes of Jesus we are healed. Mm. We could bring that to God uh, as we walk together in community with brothers and we will find healing. There's something really supernatural when we get mm. together with other men and it's not just an iron sharpening iron but it's an encouragement there's 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 Jesus is is you know the holy spirit lives in all of us if we're followers of Christ and god uses our brothers mm. to bring healing 
if we're if we're willing to be open. That's right. That's right. And we minister one to another. I mean, a week ago, I was speaking in the church about this father wound. And, uh, you know, a lot of the people were just broken and crying through the sermon. And at the end of it, uh, this man who had not had a further for a long time just came and gave me a hug. And uh, for about five minutes, he was just weeping. He was much older than me. He was just weeping and dealing with his. And after that, he just told me he felt like a heavy burden has been lifted off. Uh, and he just needed someone else, you know, to, to stand there and uh, represent the Father in heaven, in a sense. And so we get to heal each other as we talk through these things. You know, um, God, has used, God has used you, brother, when Kristen passed away. And my heart was so broken. Both of you, Florence and Simon, um, I, I, you know, just would weep with you. And uh, even though uh, you are a, a little shorter than me, <laughs> <laughs> I just felt this warm embrace that you, um, I could just let down my guard. Mm. And um, God used both of you. Mm. Um, to, uh, you know, we cast our cares upon the Lord, but we also do that with our brothers and sisters. Mm. And uh, I am forever grateful, um, mm. along with another of our Kenyan uh, brothers, uh, Brother Francis, who mm. both of you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have lunch with him later on today. <laughs> but God has used, uh, used you guys to be a blessing to me. Um, Florence... S- speak to us just a little bit. Uh, we, we need to take a break in a couple of minutes, but just speak to us a little bit from your perspective as you mm-hmm. have traveled throughout uh, North America. What do you see God doing in the hearts of men? Uh, you know, I would I would just turn a little bit there and sort of talk about, um, well, Simon mentioned who our father was to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was a little bit older when my dad passed away. Um, there was actually an age difference there, 12 years. And what I held on to and remembered most in going on forward in life was who he was as a man and the amount of time he made for us, the love he poured into us, and the confidence that he brought into us, even us as girls, in knowing that there's a man who protects, there's a man who is leading, Mm. and uh, how we thrived under that. Uh, so moving forward, it was knowing we've been called out by a man and we've been affirmed by a man who who believed in us, that we were able to move forward in society and move forward in confidence and uh, stand to to declare the confidence that we have in ourselves because we've been called out. You, you, so you, when you, what you're saying is your dad, even though you lost him at a, at a young age, he spoke such words of life such affirmation and and and, and power into you <laughs> that who you are today and and Simon who you are today is is it's, because of much of what from your dad it's because of those seeds that he so firmly planted in us wow that's that is powerful stuff well, we're going to talk more in the last segment coming up can't believe it's been three segments already we're going to talk in the last segment about planting those seeds and and uh, maybe talk about what growth looks like in in men's lives. So we're going to take a break and come back with Simon and Florence here in a moment. And thank you for listening so much on Solid Steps Radio.
Welcome back to our fourth and final segment. I hate saying that, especially with our guests today. We've had a great time today. They have come, officially come furthest than anyone else who's been on our show. <laughs> Nairobi, Kenya is about as far as you can come. We had some guy come from Jeffersonville, Indiana once. <laughs> we had we had a couple people. No, we had Colorado and you know, but I, they win the the prize. They, which, they do win the prize. And I'll for, let you give that prize to them whatever that prize is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we're going to give them a holy kiss. Okay. They go hug and kiss. All right. So we're here on our fourth and final segment with uh, Florence and Simon from uh, LIA Life and Abundance International and we're going to we're talking about dads and sons and just life in general and we're going to hear this. If you want to hear everything they've said, you've got you owe it to yourself to listen to this and and any of their past segments we've had with them. The today, go back to our Facebook page and you can listen to that we post this show. If you're hearing it live on the radio, we post this show on Monday morning. So go to our Facebook page forward slash Solid Steps Radio to listen to the show in its entirety, commercial free. So Florence, you talked about um, in in the last segment about how you, you today who you are and Simon, you too. Who you are today is much because of what your dad said to you and poured into you and modeled for you. We want to spend this last segment. Speak into what, what do our kids need to hear from dad? What specifically do they need to hear? Go ahead, Simon. Unpack that a little bit. Uh, all right. Um, I think dads are very important. Um, for a long time, we thought kids will be brought up by moms and they'll be fine. But uh, even psychology shows that between zero and six, mom is really important. But uh, between six and 12, uh, dads play a very important role. Uh, they need to be involved. They need to help the child, uh, female or male, to begin to pull away a little from their mother to know who they are. Uh, and so dads really play an important role. And I think for us, what our dad did uh, was to meet the three needs I see that every child longs for in a father. Number one, um, uh, affection. Every child wants to hear the dad say, I love you. And I don't love you for what you do. I love you for who you are. Mm. Uh, there's just a design that Luke chapter 15, we see the prodigal son coming back home and just he needed mm. that kiss and, and love from his dad. And uh, thank God that he shows us that. Mm. Just unconditional love that I love you for who you are. Whatever you do in life, I love you. You don't have to earn that. It's just given to you. Uh, kids want to, to feel that love from their daddy. Number two, acceptance. Uh, they want to find identity in the fact that they belong to their dad. A sense of belonging. Uh, lots of kids with identity crises, um, a lot of it is uh, related to their fatherhood issues. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you belong to me. You're my daughter. You're my son. You're mine. Uh, and that just has a powerful effect mm -hmm. in every child. Girl, boy, they just want to hear that from dad. It creates a foundation of identity. And I wonder across the world we have children called after their father. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think it's not just a cultural, social thing. I think it's a biblical, natural thing mm -hmm. that every child wants to feel that they belong to a daddy. And lastly, we have uh, kids just looking for affirmation. Oh, you're a great kid. Oh, you've done well. Oh, you're beautiful as a girl. Uh, oh, you're smart. Oh, you're strong. Uh, you know, that affirmation. I longed for that. 
And it's not not only me. I think every child in the world longs for that. And we see it in the Bible. Mm. Mark chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. Jesus about to begin his ministry. Uh, and, of course, he didn't have, as it were, an earthly father at first. You know, um, Joseph stood in there, but his father was God. And I'm sure the kids were used to, 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 to say, so who is your daddy? You know, your mommy says that uh, it was God. And they would ask those questions. Uh, and at that point, when, when he needed uh, this sort badly a voice from heaven spoke Mm -hmm. loudly so that everyone would hear and he said this is my son identity acceptance this is my son number two whom i love affection Uh, number three with him i'm well pleased affirmation Mm. i celebrate him you know i'm glad uh, i i see what he's becoming uh, and i value that so jesus got those three things but it was more for us really as much as it was for him, uh, that he needed to hear affection, affirmation, and uh, acceptance. Mm, that's good stuff. What are those three again? Simon, repeat those one more, one more time. The acceptance, uh, which is where this is my son, right. identity, uh, affection as well, which is a love part of it, and affirmation. I celebrate you. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for who you're becoming and for who you are, and I celebrate what you do. Great. Every mm-hmm. child needs that. And that's what you were saying earlier, Florence. That, that's, 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 that's what the you gift. got from your dad. That's the gift my father gave me, and that's, that's what keeps keeps me going um, in uh, leading the ministry in the 10 countries in Africa, in the mm. all over the world, I feel affirmed. I, I feel accepted and I feel the affection and I continue to walk in that. That's um, your dad passed away and you were how old? I was, uh, I was 18. You were 18. I was 18. And I, I, I mean, that's been so, that's been decades that's that's the gift he left and it continues to grow um planting those seeds and making them seeds of life wow the the privilege and the power that we have as dads Mm -hmm. that what we can do for our children that will last for decades what we say how we live how we pour into them that's that's rich that's true. The voice of a father stays with us uh, for eternity, you know, mm-hmm. for a long time. And one day God speaks to us as our daddy through his word. And we hear those words. He says, I love you. He says, uh, you belong to me. He says all of those things. And that's what keeps us going. Uh, and I think for me, I just think about uh, Malachi chapter 4 verse 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the Bible says that is going to bring the hearts of the fathers to the children and mm-hmm. the children to the fathers. Uh, there's a cry for that, whether it's spiritual dads, whether it's biological dads, but us just pulling together and bringing our hearts together. I believe that's where healing is going to be, yeah. as dads sit on their seat and become active, not just absent or passive, but mm-hmm. they actively get involved in their children's lives. Mm-hmm. I think a revival is going to come. All of us begin to see God as that father who is our father. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Every child sees God in the way they saw their dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because my dad died very suddenly. Uh, I began to think like, you know, I wasn't sure God is going to be there. So I began to pray, God, I hope you're going to be there. I hope you don't quit on me. And it was, uh, you know, influence by what 
and happened with my my dad. So uh, just to say dads across this country, let's do our job. Let's realize that this is a calling and let's give it our best. And, you know, it's not too late. Yeah. So there, there's, there's some men listening right now who think, oh, my goodness, my kids are about grown or, or they are grown and it's too, it's too late. It's, it's never too late. Dads can continue to speak into them. It's never too late. I mean, this guy that I was hugging and talking to, he was in his 60s. He still wanted to hear the voice. I mean, mm. he told me, just tell me that you love me on behalf of my dad. He still wanted to hear that. The small boy in him was still yearning for those three S that we talked about. Wow. Mm. That's good stuff. You know, I hate it. This hour has flown by. And, uh, you know, Simon and Florence, we always pray at the end. And, Simon, I'm going to ask you to pray for the men, mm. that we as men, would, that we would be the dads that, mm. w- that we've talked about, that, that give what the God the Father gave Jesus the Son. Uh, if Jesus needed to hear that in, in, from his Father, how much do we need to hear that from our dads? That's so, right. Would you pray for mm. our listeners, please? Sure, I'll have to do that. Let's pray. Lord, we are just so grateful that you're our daddy. And uh, it just reminds me of 1 Kings chapter 2, uh, verse 1 to 3. David speaking to his son Solomon uh, and just saying, um, uh, giving instructions, really showing that love, that affection, that uh, affirmation. And he said to him, be strong. And he was just calling him out and saying, you're going to be a king, uh, be strong. And then he said, show yourself a man. You know, that's be the man God has called you to be. And lastly, he told him, follow God. And Lord, I want to pray for every man who is listening to us across this country. And I want to pray that for us as dads, as we realize this precious calling that is ours in Christ Jesus to call out our children uh, as you call us out. And I want to pray that the fathers would be able to reconnect with their kids. Lord, there's some dads who need to forgive their kids or ask for forgiveness across this nation. There are many others who need healing because of their father wounds and I just pray for them that Lord you will bring healing uh, as we just see you as our daddy that you would heal us and you would call us out to be those children that you want us to be and Lord I want to pray that uh, every father who is uh, trying his best to be what he's supposed to be, the grace of God will be sufficient and across the land you will bring restoration on the fathers. And so thank you, Lord, just for our time together. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Florence, Amen. Simon, an absolute treat to have you in. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to hear more about their ministry and, and ways you can pray for them, support them, keep tabs on them, what God's doing around the world, uh, many people may be surprised by this. God is not an American, and he does not love just Americans. <laughs> We are all created in God's image. And and I'm telling you, if you keep up with Life in Abundance, you'll see an amazing work. So uh, what's the website, Florence? It's lifeinabundance.org. Lifeinabundance.org. And uh, Simon, the name of your program is Man Enough. Yeah, but the organization is Transform Nations. Transform Nations. USA.org. Okay, Transform Nations, USA.org. Okay, great. And uh, anyway, any more information on that, look at our Facebook page and we have links to all those things. So, hey, thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. And uh, you can check us out on all of our podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud.com. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. We're there, we stay.